Off the ball. It's not like Maradona or Messi, where the ball is tied to the left foot. I always see the ball as something which is bouncing, like an obedient, happy puppy. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Off the ball. Daily. Welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, Sia Khaleesi explains Stuart Lancaster's role in his move to Racing. There's a big change at the top of South African rugby, but first, 24 hours after his move to Edinburgh was confirmed, Ben Healy has been named to start at out half for Munster in tomorrow night's URC fixture with the Emirates Lions. He replaces Jack Crowley in one of six changes from last week's narrow win over Ulster. Rory Scannell comes in for Antoine Frisch while Liam Coombs starts on the wing ahead of Keith Earls. The other three changes are in the pack with Dave Kilcoyne and Niall Scannell making way for Josh Witcherly and Dermot Barron. That Munster team in full sees Mike Haley at full back with Shane Daly and Liam Coombs on the wing. Rory Scannell is at outside centre with Malachi Fekatoa inside. Then it's that half-back partnership of Healy and Paddy Patterson. In the front row, it's Josh Witcherly, Dermot Barron and Roman Salanoa. Gavin Coombs switches from number eight to the second row where he partners John Klein. Jack O'Donoghue will captain the side from blindside flanker. John Hodnett's on the open and Alex Kandelan shifts across to number eight. Looking back on their second half performance in Belfast, Shane Daly says the departing Healy made a huge difference in securing that one-point victory. Yeah, I think I think we held the ball very well. I think that, that shows how composed and calm we were. I think a big part of that was uh, our bench coming on. There was a massive impact from our bench, especially obviously Ben who went on to score and kicked the goal, but also the plays he was calling, how Cameo was around that and everyone was kind of organised around him. And I think the impact he had was massive. And then there was a lot of fellas in the forwards and just, just to name a few, um, like Scott Buckley as well had that massive line-out throw at the end as well. I think there was a lot of fellas stepped up off the bench and that's difficult as well when you're sitting there watching it for 70 minutes or whatever. Um, so I think it was it was very calm and composed and we always felt like once we got into 22 we were going to win the game. And Daly feels he and the side are benefiting from a newly instilled fluidity from the coaching staff. Yeah, I think that's a massive thing. I think it's something I've always wanted to do and I think it has been a frustration for me in the past where I felt I had to kind of hold the edge and wait for the ball to come out and I think this year we're a lot more proactive in what we're allowed to do as wingers and to be able to get involved and when you see space you can you can work to the other edge there's kind of no number on your back at times in the back line for months of this year and I think something like that for me is massive because I suppose I grew up playing as a centre so I'd be quite comfortable in those type of positions in the field anyway so to be able to combine the two sides of the game like that I think is something that uh, I really enjoy and I think it's working well for us as well For their part the Lions have handed a debut to flanker Emil van Herden he's the son of former Springboks forward Fritz van Herden the game at Musgrave Park's 4G surface will provide something new for the Johannesburg outfit according to their scrum coach Julian Redlinghuis it's going to be new for us uh, but like we've said earlier it's it's almost like our team does well with new and the unknown and uh, and being on tour so but I do think it's something that uh, it's not a negative in our, in our side. It's going to be a positive for us. All four of our games on tour is going to be on the on the artificial pitches. So it is something that we don't even have in South Africa. Uh, normally the guys with struggling joints uh, do struggle a little bit more on the artificial pitches. So uh, it's something uh, we get used to. Um, yeah, well, I think it helps because at least you have a pitch that's in a good condition when you play in those conditions, yeah. Yuri Roo has stepped down as South Africa Rugby's CEO. SA Rugby President Mark Alexander says Roo has resigned in the best interests of the game. Alexander confirmed to Rugby 365 that Roo had actually relinquished his duties on New Year's Eve. 
Rue has been the subject of long-term litigation involving the University of Stellenbosch. In December of 2020, Rue was ordered to pay back 37 million rand, or just over 2 million euro, which an arbitrator found he had misappropriated from the university. A year later, he lost an appeal against that judgment. As far back as 2013, KPMG had conducted an audit which found Rue had manipulated the Stellenbosch finance system to funnel unbudgeted expenses into the rugby club. Rue had been with South Africa Rugby for 12 years, overseeing immense change and indeed a World Cup win in that time. Cheslin Kobe has signed a new deal with Toulon. The Springbok International will remain with the top 14 Giants until at least the summer of 2024. Kobe had been the subject of an offer from the DHL Stormers last summer, which would have seen him earn €600,000 a year in a five-year deal. Kobe's extension likely kills Toulon's interest in signing Mathieu Jalabert. And Sia Khaleesi says Dan Carter played a role in convincing him to join Racing 92. The Springboks captain will link up with his new teammates after the World Cup later this year. Carter spent three years at the Parisian club and Khaleesi says he consulted with the former All Black before putting pen to paper. I talked to him about it, he told Lekeep. I called to ask him questions and he only had good things to say about the club. Khaleesi added he warned me that there were a lot of distractions for players there but that you have to make sure you stay focused on rugby. Khaleesi also hailed the lure of Stuart Lancaster who will leave Leinster for Racing at the end of this season. When a coach like him really wants you, Khaleesi said that he has a vision for you, that he knows how to use your game. It's important. I can't wait to see how he can make me progress. Marcus Smith is to hold one-on-one talks with new England head coach Steve Borthwick. The Harlequins fly half missed Borthwick's first get-together as England coach in Gloucester due to an ankle sprain. Smith hasn't played since England's autumn loss to the Springboks, missing out on Quinn's Heineken Champions Cup games with the Celsi Sharks and Racing 92. And finally, next month's Challenge Cup meeting of the Scarlets and Toyota Cheetahs will make a piece of history. It'll be the first time the EPCR will deploy an all-female officiating team. Scotland's Holly Davidson will be referee with England's Sarah Cox and Italy's Clara Monarini running the lines. England's Claire Hodnett and Ireland's Helen O'Reilly will serve as TMO and Sighting Commissioner respectively. Davidson will also be in charge of tomorrow night's meeting of Munster and the Lions. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed and to leave us all of your positive feedback as well. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll have team news galore on tomorrow's Rugby Daily.